coming to you live from a fantasy world full of wizards, orcs, and dragons, free to live their lives free of kink shaming. <laughs> it's a place that is truly magical. It sounds a lot like Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast and kink shame-free zone. <laughs> yeah, hello everybody. I'm Travis. Hey everybody. I am Brandon. And welcome to the magical kink-free zone that is Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. So help, so helpful, so happy that you could be joining us for for another episode as we work our way through season four, the undetermined number of episodes that exist in season four. Uh, we continue to wait with bated breath. Uh, but yes, my name is Travis, and this is Brandon. Of course, of course, this is this is Brandon, and uh, today we have we have a. A, a wonderful episode for you. We're talking about uh, some some dragons, some amazing dragons. Some just I mean just good stuff all around. Uh, um, but you know let's let's not let's not talk about that quite yet. We're not quite there. Uh, let's go ahead and get some of some started. Uh, by the way, I am doing uh, <laughs> I'm doing production stuff all around tonight on tonight's episode. So so when Brandon sounds distracted, it's because he's running the live show and I'm not. I'm hanging out in a hotel room <laughs> from an undisclosed location. That's right. Uh, just me and my dragons. Just, just me and my him, dragons just hanging him, out. Just uh, but if, if, if you want to hang out with us and see Brandon struggle to uh, manage his OBS or figure out what location I'll be streaming from next, uh, make sure that you follow along on all of our social media sites. Uh, you can check us out on Reddit at Rick and Morty podcast at reddit.com or you can go to the official subreddit Rick and Morty uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Rick and Morty pod you can also go to Rick and Morty pod.com for all of our episodes uh, Facebook of course Rick and Morty podcast and then send us an email at Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com if you want to see the show live, you can go to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm or twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. We got some people here already hanging out in the chat. Uh, D Squeeze letting us know that his kink is kink shaming. Uh, so it's it's a little, it's a little, I don't know, ba- it's, it's a self, self-looking ice cream cone or something like that. <laughs> oh my God. That's my kink <laughs> is, is self-licking ice cream cones. <laughs> Uh, a couple, a couple of other editorial notes here. More financial notes, really. Uh, if you want to get a T-shirt with Brandon and Mai's face on it, you can head over to tpublic.com/store/intermentalrss, or just go to our website, uh, apatheticenthusiasm.com/shop. You can check out the curated shop of official Rick and Morty fan art that's available on T-shirts and other sorts of merch, and uh, some of some interdimensional RSS stuff on there as well. Oh. Uh, or you can go to Patreon.com/RickandMortyPod where you can support the show directly. Thank you so much to everyone that goes over to Patreon and and throws a little little bit in the tip jar there. We appreciate all of your help keeping the show going. So certainly do. We yeah. cer- we certainly do. Uh, a note on the merchandise. My my boss uh, today, who doesn't watch Rick and Morty, has listened to more podcast episodes that we've done than he's watched episodes of Rick and Morty. That's so uh, weird. He said he saw my he saw my mug today, and he's like, "How do I how do I get one of those mugs without having to support you financially at all?" <laughs> is there a way i can get it but you don't (laughs) benefit from it at all yeah and 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 really the thing you need to say to him is oh you're not supporting me you're supporting travis uh feel free feel free to purchase away (laughs) purchase away uh good good boss man um yeah uh, i think i think that's about it uh you know, if you're if you're watching live, if you're listening to us, make sure you go out there and and say hi to us on all our social media. We love to we love to hear from you, and also love to hear your thoughts on the episodes as they as they happen, as as you do usually. So just keep yeah. I mean, just keep it up, just keep it up. Yeah, good keep, on you. Keep doing you. Uh, all right, <laughs> do that's, you, Unity. that's that's enough of the formalities. I think it's time to get into this episode, and we're gonna start this episode the way we do every episode, and that's with semi pertinent news. I'm distracted, going to my OBS, not doing semi-pertinent, talking about OBS, because I'm still streaming as you're in a hotel room. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to, trying to Wishing really. Wishing that I had my home PC and not this 
<laughs> laptop thing. Do you remember? Uh, do you remember when you like? We, we, do you remember when we tried to do like a mobile solution? And I think we tried to like almost do a, a mic stand using a broom. <laughs> I, maybe maybe that wasn't you. Maybe that was me. Uh, the the ways that we have haphazardly and just sort of fumbling through trying to make mobile solutions. Uh, I I do realize like considering everything that I packed into a suitcase to make this a reality. I probably should have just done all of this for when I went to Disney and, uh, and, and left you uh, stranded. Um, I, I don't know where I would have physically done the podcasting, but it's, it's not a lot of stuff. No. It's not that much stuff. No, I mean, I mean, and that episode wasn't that bad. I did all right. Solo. Yeah, you did great. I'll sure I'll listen to it, it someday. Uh, <laughs> anyway, semi-pertinent news. Uh, we have we have a few things to talk about. Um, not a whole lot, uh, but we haven't mentioned our friends over at Zen Monkey Studios too much uh, in, in recently. But they are coming back strong throughout season four, uh, releasing those those enamel pins that all the kids are collecting and trading yep. with their their friends on the playgrounds or. Yep. Yeah, what, whatever they do, but yeah, there's some, there's some, uh, Balthramau, Balthrama, Balthrama. That's 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 a mouthful. But there are some Balthrama pins available over at Zen Monkey Studios if you want to check those out. Yeah, I, I think I think Anthony Chun on the Companion podcast actually says like everybody says it messes the name up and it says it in some ways, shape, or form differently. Yeah, uh, I, I did. I I, I I had a, a second kind of um, reason for mentioning Zen Monkey Studios uh, this week in semi pertinent news. Uh, <clears throat> you and I, Travis, we we don't like to uh, s- to support bootlegged stuff normally, and um, Zen Monkey Studios has been with Rick and Morty licensing with them for a long time. And we you know we we had uh, we had the the owner on on the show before for a little bit of interview, and uh, I saw a an interaction between the the Twitter, which I, I think is the owner and a couple of fans were like, yeah. Oh, uh, nice pins, but we're not supporting anything unlicensed. And then like, well, we are actually, and there was kind of a back and forth on there. Um, so I just want to, I just want, I want to throw a shout out to Zen monkey studios, officially licensed and amazing merchandise, uh, which, uh, old Daniel, he, he shows, he, scary terry folds he can show you all of all of it so yeah pretty much all of it yeah uh one of my favorite rick and morty shirts that i wear pretty regularly is a zen monkey studio shirt they have tons of good stuff out there um they were doing like shirts for every episode of season three uh still a lot of stuff good stuff out there i mean this this isn't our holiday rick's ricksmith guy oh no it's that uh, but um oh that, i mean content. That's an idea for next week. Last minute shopping. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if you're looking for merch for uh, a fellow Rick and Morty fan, uh, definitely check out Zen Monkey Studios. Again, not a, a paid endorsement. This is this is really just uh, that we we like their stuff, and and we encourage you guys to go check it out. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I, it's not here in semi-pertinent news, and this is actually from a couple weeks back, but I thought it, it's good to just throw this out there again because this is a dragon slash fantasy slash D&D kind of homage or at least talking point. Uh, the D&D Rick and Morty campaign is out there and about there. Uh, maybe again, we'll save this for the Christmas Ricksmith stuff, but, uh, yeah, it, it, go, if you love D and D and you want a campaign, uh, that's out there for you guys to check out as well. And, and, and I would almost argue if you don't already love D and D, but you are interested uh, maybe maybe this episode piqued your interest about D and D. Maybe the the dying podcast that is Harmontown. Maybe maybe you've heard some D and D played, but you never played it yourself. Uh, th- these starter sets are a great way to try D and D and not have to heavily invest in players' guides and you know, dungeon master guides and all of those, all of those books. Uh, we, we started playing D and D with a starter set 
And uh, this this is just even better because it's Rick and Morty related. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. I I plan on buying it. I just haven't figured out how we're going to put it to use. But I'm I'm quite confident we will put it to use uh, in the near future. Eventually, eventually, eventually. Yeah. Um, okay. This is the last. This is the uh, last bit of semi pertinent news for this week. I mean, there's there's not a there's not a whole hell of a lot of it. But uh, we talked we talked a little bit about Harmontown, which means that we're on to our Dan Harmon social media minute. Dan, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> that's, that's so whack. And so I I thought Dan Harmon were... social media. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were going to Betty go and for the like Jets a... doesn't work as well without the piano. I Dan. Feel like. Me say Dan, me say Dan, me say Dan. <laughs> Dan Harmon, social media minute. I thought you were going to do that. <laughs> Dan, me say Dan. Uh, I really hope that there's somebody in the hotel room right next to me. What do we room. What do we got What do we got for that? Yeah. Uh, all right, so heading back over to Instagram, the only social media platform that Dan Harmon uses these days. Uh, we we had a an interesting post from Dan on November 29th. Uh, Dan was apparently visiting a McDonald's in California, uh, and he shared this picture. Uh, this is uh, a wall in a McDonald's, and it's it's like a wood paneling on the wall, and then the words are like burned into the wood. Um, and uh, I, I'm just going to give you a quick snippet of, of the words on the wall. They say, you're McDonald's. <laughs> Your McDonald's has special ties to California. The first restaurant was actually born in San Bernardino. As a California customer, we know you expect the very best from us, and we owe that to you. That means we'll work to reflect California's progressive values in things that we do. (laughs) We are listening to meet your expectations. Uh, It goes on for a full another paragraph and ends with, There's a new day dawning for the Golden Arches in the Golden State. Welcome to your new dining experience. Uh, and Dan uh, Harmon's uh, caption on this picture says, I haven't seen this many words convey this little meaning since the opening crawl of the Phantom Menace. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and as, as a person that is uh, deep in the throes of their Star Wars rewatch, uh, that, one, that one was, was particularly good. He has uh, some follow-up uh, comments in there. His questions: uh, Can I eat? Can I eat here if I'm a Midwestern Protestant? Uh, is someone getting sued? Uh, <laughs> is it me or them? Uh, if they're speaking in a voice I recognize as my own, why can't I understand what they're trying to tell me? And finally, <laughs> should he be concerned? Uh, so that's your Dan Harmon social media minute. Make sure yeah. that you're following Dan Harmon over on instagram uh lots of workout videos a uh, lot less harmontown videos because uh, not that he ever posted about harmontown on his personal anyway yeah leave, leave that to uh uh jeffy davis to, to do <sighs> yeah uh and and for those of you that don't know what we're talking about when we reference harmontown uh, harmontown was dan Harmon's podcast that they'd been doing for the last like seven years uh harmontown had its final meeting uh, last week while we were recording uh, our podcast and mm-hmm. the the mm-hmm. episode release uh, that did release on Thursdays, uh, that was the last Harmontown episode. Uh, interesting tidbit, Jeff Davis alluding that maybe him and Spencer might be working on a spinoff podcast. So oh. stay tuned for that. It's a little juicy news tidbit. Yeah, um, but, but this isn't, this isn't a Dan, so. <laughs> Dan Harmon podcast this is a rick and morty podcast and so so that's it for our semi-pertinent news if you have a semi-pertinent news story about rick and morty that you come across and you think we should talk about it on a show hit us up on all that social media stuff that we already covered uh, but now as as we do now every, every time that there's a new episode uh, it's time to get into the nitty-gritty it's time for the main thing don't don't don't, don't stop don't stop, don't, don't stop, don't stop doing the main thing. You go, don't stop, don't stop doing the main thing. Don't stop doing the main thing. Don't stop. Stop, I I, stop, stop. Oh, sorry. just stop. <laughs> just, I just, won't, I won't stop. <laughs> Let's keep doing it. 
to quit stopping. Okay, I will. Uh, so this is the main thing. Uh, another episode of Rick and Morty has appeared uh, on the social conscious, and this is uh, episode four hundred four, Claw and Hoarder special Rictims Morty. Uh, this is the dragon episode, uh, so lovingly referred to in promotional uh, advertising. The air date was the. 8th of December 2019. Yeah. Written written by Jeff Loveness, directed yep. by Anthony Chun, guest starring Matthew Broderick and Liam Cunningham. Yeah. And if you don't if you don't recognize those names, Matthew Broderick was in a little indie film back in the 80s called Biloxi Blues. Uh that's what he's most I think that's what he's most known for. Yeah. But, Say Biloxi. Biloxi. Say Biloxi is a popular. Um, <laughs> uh, but he was in a movie called Biloxi Blues, Travis. I'm just throwing, throwing it out there. Yeah. He was also in War Games, right? Oh, yeah. He was. Yeah. A little, another indie film. He's an indie darling, this Matthew Broderick fella is. Yeah. What has he ever done after that? I don't know. Uh, Inspector Gadget. Uh, anyway, uh, so, 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 so this, French this, Stewart. <laughs> don't compare him to French Stewart. <laughs> huh? Uh, no, Matthew Broderick was in. The, yeah, no, in I know, but 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 French Stewart Stewart did all the sequels. He did well. He did one sequel at least. All, all. <laughs> all right. I, well, anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to chase this down too hard. Uh, every episode comes with a bronopsis, uh, and this one is no different. Uh, the bronopsis here is Morty gets a dragon in this one, bruh. <laughs> it's a wild ride, bruh. <laughs> there you go. So good. So good. That that's it. That's all. That's all nothing, you need to really nothing know. Nothing at all about soul bonding, bruh. <laughs> uh, but but we also provide a synopsis for every single one of these episodes, and um, but, by the way, I was I was writing this this these show notes with my my son just he's trying i was trying to get him to go to bed go to sleep but he's watching me type on my laptop uh so i wrote this synopsis who knew dragons were so kinky and and then i had to explain to him what's kinky what word, what does that word mean like well they're really into soul bonding they really like they really like like sexy things and he's like oh and then I'm like, why does he know that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So Brandon, what did what did you think about the episode? All, all right. I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you put this on me first. Um, we uh, we talked about this last night briefly, and um, I. The the initial reaction was one of, oh, oh, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know how much I like this this episode, um, and go, even going into the rewatch, I was kind of like, oh god, but I will, but I will say this, I will say that upon rewatch, compared to one crew over the cuckoo's Morty, I think the rewatch was better. The second time you watch this episode compared to the heist episode, we'll just call it heist because it, it's so much quicker to say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I I enjoyed it much more the second time, second go around. Whereas the first the first go around, I was like, what the? F-? I mean, honestly, I was like, what the fuck was it that I just watched? Now that I know that what I just watched, I'm like, okay, I I like it a little bit more. Um, but uh, I mean, I mean, what what did you think? You 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 just did your sec your first rewatch, maybe you know thirty forty minutes before this because uh, of the travel of yours. Yeah, I I would agree. Well, I feel like I enjoyed it more on the rewatch than I did first time through. It it was a little. A little cringy, I think, uh, some of the stuff happening in, in the episode. And it, it the, the story just felt a little, a little disjointed and a little didn't, it didn't, I don't know, it, the structure of it or something. I, I, I don't know. The, the, the B plot uh, 
felt so inconsequential. I, I yeah, I, I would have I would have almost preferred no B plot to one where Jerry meets a random talking cat and they <laughs> head down to Florida. Now, mind you, there were there were some there were some some quality elements uh, in in that Florida plot line, but. I, I don't know. I, I I did enjoy it more the second time, and I, I think it's because I I knew what to expect, and so maybe it was worse in my mind uh, than it was on, on the screen. But also, uh, on the rewatch, I'm not watching for just that basic story thread. I'm, I'm kind of watching a little bit more for... For little little things that I missed the first time, or or any of the jokes that that maybe didn't land because I was either paying attention to a stream or or you know talking to you or whatever whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's some stuff I, I appreciated more the second time, but I still don't think this is gonna go down in history as one of the great <laughs> Rick and Morty episodes. I think this will, you know, the in the top the top 100 Rick and Morty episodes we're we're looking at the lower 25 <laughs> uh yeah 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 uh, your 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 point about like streaming and and being distracted and um i i will say during during a live watch last night i was i i, I forgot what what happened i i think uh, I got talking to some of the the mods while the episode was going on, and, and I was trying to like fix something as as some of the the initial fighting uh, with Summer being uh, the the dragon rider, dragon the, rider Summer, whatever she is, sexy shooty arrow type, <laughs> yeah, whatever she called herself, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I miss I missed some of those initial kind of D and D esque gags before they went into further down the the slut dragon <laughs> the path yeah um and, and 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 that's actually like when i came back into watching the episode was when the the, the all the they're they're down there and then the slut dragons start going around and they just keep saying slut over and over again and slut 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 and then a shadow <laughs> shat, what was what was his name damn it like shadow strike shadow striker oh. or Shadow Whacker. Shadow, <laughs> Shadow Whacker. Yeah. Shadow so, 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 um, but with like his, I came back rubbery topped staff <laughs> or whatever. I came back into paying attention really during that, that section. And I said it to you as we're, cause we're watching it live and, and people on the stream couldn't hear us talking. Um, but I said, I said out loud, this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah. not in a, like a, this is stupid. Like, oh, I love this so much. It was okay. All right. You're, you're, you're killing me here with, with drawing out what seemed to be a, like a one note joke that they were like, well, let's just, let's just take this as far as just uh, this joke can go. Yeah. And uh, they took a risk with it. And like, I feel like in the first half of the episode, when, Rick actually does the soul bond with Barthramau or whatever. Uh, <laughs> he, I'm going to say it differently every time now. Uh, and, and it first happens and then Morty and Summer walk up on him and they're kind of like making it like it's a sexual thing. And then Rick's like, Oh, I like it more now. Is it cause you're watching me and uh, you know, I'm still going to let it happen. And uh, I laughed. I thought, I thought that was funny. I thought that, Okay, this soul bond being sort of sexualized, yeah. Okay, that's a that's a good joke. I, I'm I'm fine with it. And then and then even the wizard afterward, slut shaming the 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 dragon for having two soul bonds or whatever. Uh, we we laughed pretty good at that. Yeah. From there, if if that had been it, if that had been the joke, I think I think we're fine to structure the second half of the episode on that joke. And 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 everything else sort of being based on that, it just it didn't work for me as well. There were other aspects of the fantasy world that they teleport into that I liked a lot more, uh, and I feel like there was a lot of areas where they might have been able to play with that environment, try different things, and it it may have 
been better, but you know, they, they made the decisions they did. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, that's fine. It's fine. You're, you're, um, one of the, one of the things that I, I wrote in here was disconnected stories. And it, it's actually the, the, the very first thing that yeah. we wrote on here. Um, uh, what I, some of the things I saw in, in Reddit, some of the, some of how I felt was the, the first basic half of the episode before they go into the, the, the portal and go into this other world before the, the, the soul bonding stuff, uh, really kicked into high gear. I, I, I was like, okay, cool. This, this is, I'm enjoying this episode so far. And then when, when the shift happened and it was all focused on this, this, this fantasy world, um, it, not, not all the fantasy world, mind you, like some of it was good, but really the, the, the slut dragon stuff, killing that joke. I felt, man, this, this episode went, uh, it, it, it felt, it felt jarring almost the, like the direction it went. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I, I, I mentioned that, uh, maybe not to, uh, use evidence after I heard it, but I guess that's how evidence should work, but whatever. Uh, on the companion podcast, uh, I forget who it was either James McDermott or Anthony Chun. They mentioned that the, uh, the script originally didn't have that wizard character in it. Um, and, and that was a, that was a rewrite later on down the road. And so, you know, I, I wonder if that had anything to do that, that rewrite being like, uh, let's, let's, let's put a big, a BBEG. If you're a D and D fan, the, the big bad, uh, end guy, um, let's put, let's put him in this episode. So he has, they have a main antagonist and somebody who they need to kill at the end. Um, but for me that that's, that's when it went off the rails a little bit. Um, I think it's better after a rewatch again, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, and I think, I think maybe this, this episode falls into some uh, unmet expectations like that, that sort of thing. We, we saw some, some clips, some, some teasers for this episode. Uh, obviously we knew Morty was getting a dragon from, from the very first trailers for the new season we you and i speculated that there could be a D type episode coming up just because of the things that we saw uh with i think it was uh and and that's the other thing is i feel like some of the stuff that we saw in that trailer i assumed would be in this episode and it wasn't so i don't know maybe maybe there's something else afoot but oh. yeah, I, I don't know. It I, I felt like this could have been the D and D episode, and, and and all of the the talk that we had about Rick and Morty versus D and D and the comics and everything that happened in the off season. I I expected them to go all in on a D and D episode, and if this is it, if this is all that we get for the D and D episode, Morty says towards the end of the episode, I just want to have a dragon and do some cool D and D stuff. I didn't <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be all like kinky and sexual with the dragons. So yeah, I, I, I think I expected more out of what, out of what we were going to get. And it, it didn't, it didn't do it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it did. It didn't really do what you wanted it to do. Um, and, and you know, the uh, talk, talking about fan expectations, right. That's, that's, a, that's a thing that they've, they've kind of alluded to throughout the season so far. Um, I, I do think there's some good stuff in there. Uh, Like the, 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 um, I just wrote it on here, actual, actual risk to Rick. Although it was, it was fairly fleeting. uh, Once Rick and Morty and Summer are in the fantasy world, his technology does not work. Yeah. Does not work. And he's, he's soul bonded and it takes 83 years to uh, hang to death. (laughs) <laughs> which which brings some some good chuckles and some good laughs about egg yolk uh <laughs> a, a vitamin without water that just kind of gets stuck in your throat <laughs> like a really big vitamin yeah yeah uh yeah and 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 the fact that um while his existing technology doesn't work it does show a little bit of rick's adaptability and his 
his his understanding of okay well what i would normally use for technology doesn't work here so let me harness the power of this rock <laughs> monster and create some sort of contraption that, that that so i can create a magic gun that that just can turn summer into an archer or can you know just make other things disappear or whatever you yeah, yeah yeah I, I i will say that um him rubbing in that he makes a gun that can do magic over morty's trying to use a, a spell book to do to do summoning uh just like a slap in the face so i i would i would have loved morty to have been able to use that book a little bit more other than uh just uh you know coordinating rick's ability to one-up him uh, all all the time uh but fantasy football that that happened with a gun the bowling pins uh vases like it's all magic (laughs) the doves (laughs) (laughs) okay all right yeah magic slide of hand uh, we, we we got a little we got a little off track there uh but yeah <laughs> okay, so there there were some 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 good things in the episode uh what did what did you think about the b plot on its own what did, what did you think about this this was really i think well that's not true i was gonna say this is the first like jerry centric b plot but we did have the Pluto episode. The, the, well, we, I, I'm out of the se- like of the season because oh, we, oh. we had the Glutie episode, and he he went and did a he went and had an adventure with Morty uh, while Rick was off dealing with his uh, shy pooper uh, episodes. Uh, but yeah, like this is this was this was the first like, all right, Jerry's out doing Jerry things, uh, hanging out with a talking Matthew Broderick cat that just. That wants to keep moving forward and, and get first class <laughs> tickets to Florida. Yeah, that 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 cat. Uh, I uh, I felt this way as I was watching it, um, and then confirmed later when I watched like the uh, the after episode with Harmon and and Jeff Loveness. Uh, but that whole cat thing being, hey, you know, just just have fun. Don't don't question it. If you don't want the answers, just just enjoy it just have fun uh the, the, that's the entire point of that 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 cat section um and i do enjoy that i do enjoy that kind of on a, like the the absurdity of it, absurdity of it of it in its own right and the, the natural animation of the cat compared to all like the dragon stuff yeah and yeah. and you and you mentioned the the disconnect between the two concepts a little bit which rick immediately points out like uh about the no why would i give you a talking cat there's already a talking dragon those those two concepts bump yeah. Yeah. uh right uh, I, I i love when rick makes comments in an episode about the episode like that i feel like was an actual note on the script or something that came straight <laughs> out of the writer's room yeah yeah I, I just i hear dan Harmon saying no those two concepts bump as as he draws the the idea from the pop tart box that Rob Schraub is filling, uh, kudos to to D Squeeze for for calling it a pop tart box B plot for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, but oh, yeah. Overall, I like what I what I liked out of that whole section was once <laughs> Rick uh, wheedles his way away from the dragon at the end of the episode to go pick up Jerry from the airport with a cat, and they're they're flying away. Uh, just to see what what it, where exactly the cat came from, and the, the cat's like, just enjoy it. Don't don't. I'm an alien. That's good enough. Uh, that that whole bring in Jerry's mind benders or mind blowers. Sorry, um, that that gun into it. Jerry, this is what I, this is what I love about that Jerry moment, and and I'm probably reading too much into it. And that that's fine, but I really love that aspect of Jerry in that moment where he's like, Rick is like, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this. And Jerry's like, No, we have to remember this. Somebody has to remember this. That he wants to take. He, he, he we all think of Jerry as this bumbling, dumb, stupid idiot. But Jerry, like, he's like, no, like, we have to, this is a thing we need to remember. And yeah, yeah. 
and Rick being like, no, I'll I'll be the uh, the martyr and I'll I'll take it on, you know. Yeah, I I find that that interesting in that moment. Like we we've talked a lot about the the relationships between the characters and a lot about Rick's interpersonal relationships this season. Um, we we sort of finished season three with Rick really not liking Jerry. He he was bringing a gun to kill Jerry in that in that finale. And and here we are four episodes later and Rick is coming to Jerry's rescue because he's stuck at the airport with a talking cat and uh, and and really kind of sparing that burden like and, and taking those memories away from Jerry kind of kind of caring for him despite the fact that he he doesn't love everything about Jerry or maybe anything about Jerry. Uh, but he's still kind of looking out for him and 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 taking care of him in in, in that own way. So, yeah, yeah. Um, one one of the, one of the one of the points about the cat stuff is that we we're not we're not supposed to know or or care about the the cat's history. It's it's kind of a joke in the same way. Uh, Cobb Planet is a joke, right? <laughs> it just it's it, it just it's just something that that exists. Uh, but. I, this is one thing that I think the fans are are going to be constantly uh, kind of lingering on as as we move forward with with theories on what is the cat's backstory so badly that like Jerry just immediately is just yacking up uh, on in Reddit I, I saw that well they're going to Florida so there's like a lot of old people and and Jerry mentions that uh, the cat was in a a house with his parents' pictures in it. I, you know, I think that's kind of anti-centenarian, uh, uh, whatever. You know, anti-old people. It's very, it's very, uh, you know, prejudiced towards old people to say that old people in Florida, because old people live everywhere. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, they do. You know, they just I, migrate I, to Florida. That's it's true. I saw, I saw, I saw a lot of old people the other day here in Florida. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, there you go. Uh, I do find it really interesting that the cat is obsessed with Florida, and even after a failed uh, excursion to Florida with Jerry, uh, he's still asking uh, Blarbagar uh, at the end of that post-credit <laughs> scene, like, "Hey, can you how can you fly to Florida?" Um, yeah, something about some, something about that state. He just got to get back. Just got to get back. Uh, on 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 Reddit, I saw somebody post. Like the point of this, uh, how did how did he word it? He worded it in, a, in he or she worded it in a, a kind of question where the uh, people who are who are reading into what the cat's backstory were is are looking too deep into it and they are asking too many questions. Um, and then people responded back to him, "Well, you looking for a metaphor too deeply into what the cat was about." is you asking too many questions and that person said ah you got me yeah got me you got me son of a bitch i'm in somebody and then somebody responded let's go watch tv (laughs) very very good love love this community good great job unity uh (laughs) yeah so so that is the cat that's the cat plot um that's right that's right I, I want I want I want to ask this to you, Travis. You I I haven't finished. Um, I'm not caught up with the episode two of the D and D versus Rick and Morty comic. Uh, but how how do you think the two compared? I, I say this with the fact that I love the the Jim Zub slash Pat Rothfuss D and D versus Rick and Morty comic. And I almost feel like maybe that ruined me <laughs> for for this episode a little bit. I I, and, I would agree that I I think I think somewhere in our brains we were trying to hold this up against that comic, which I think both of us really really like. And so that that isn't doing the episode any favors. And and for those of you that maybe really enjoyed this episode or or didn't have that much against uh, what you saw, 
Um, maybe, maybe that's the reason, maybe that's the culprit. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do, f- I don't feel that this, uh, was on par with what we got out of the comic. But I, again, also, I think the comic was definitely a hundred percent committed to being about D and D. It was, it mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't just picking elements that can be found in D and D it like that comic is about Rick and Morty doing a D and D adventure. Um, so, and, and, and I felt, I feel like if, if this episode wanted to be the D and D episode, it needed to go way more all in on it and really embrace that. And, and maybe they're, maybe they're content with like, Nope, we did a comic about that. Like they crushed it. That content is out there. We don't have to, cause, cause I also, feel like I could probably be really frustrated if I if I just saw a direct to screen remake of the comic where they did essentially the same thing and just made you know 22 minutes of animated yeah yeah I I I think there's there's also a certain sense in my mind that there's there there remains this this disconnect between the comics and the show uh, and uh, show is obviously the canon part of, of Rick and Morty, uh, the, the C-137 Rick and Morty that, that we know and love. Uh, but some of those, some of the concepts that are happening in the comics then are like, you know, if for Star Wars fans out there, like the, the legends stuff, you're like, well, throw that out that was that was nice to know but doesn't matter anymore um again expectation management on on my end to be like wait no like rick loves dnd it's in the comic yeah he is so good at it he plays with a group of old people he's such a fucking nerd he loves it you wouldn't say this shit about magic yeah um you know yeah yeah it's a, a fan expectation right yeah um, and I, I feel like it's again. I I want to I want to hammer home this this principle this this thought that we've had through now four episodes. But uh, Rick's Rick's sort of searching for relationships and his his guarding of his relationship with with Morty. Uh, he 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 is very hesitant to get Morty his dragon, uh, and 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 very early on he's he's not engaged in Morty going and hanging out and flying around on Blarbadart. And so like, I feel like once he comes around and like actually talks to the dragon and sees all the sweet loot that he has in his, his treasure trove, he, he starts to appreciate him and, and he finds his own sort of relationship with the dragon. And uh, it's, it's something where if, if, if Rick wasn't, so anti like letting Morty have something else to love, <laughs> then, then they probably could have just appreciated it together. I don't know. Yeah. You, you, you know, you, you, you spark something in me, Travis. And I want to, I want to get, I want to get, I want to, I would just like take like a little, what is that? The little air thing that you use for grills. Um, um, uh, bellows. Damn, the, bellows. Yeah. And you just go, on on that spark just go right uh and that spark that spark is if there's one through line so far in the season four episodes in it's rick's lack of friendship and yeah for sure uh jeff loveness on the the adult swim video post talks about like I mean, uh, this episode's about relationships and and stuff like that, uh, and kind of makes a joke about sex. But uh, you know, Rick ultimately, so far, what we've seen is his inability to have real connections with things and and long lasting connections and friendships with with people outside uh, the the Smith family, and. I don't think this episode does anything to go against that kind of concept. Uh, although him immediately just like discarding the dragon, like, ah, 
did this this strange stuff. Um, I th- I think that's I haven't really examined it all the way in my head because it was just a spark. Don't have yeah. bellows yet. Yeah, um, one little spark. <laughs> but 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 it's there. But it's there, right? Yeah. Now I, I'm interested to see if that plot continues. If if that if that's like just a season arc or if something, or if that's just sort of more of what we will continue because it's it's not a new concept. And, and and Rick's inability to have healthy relationships has sort of been a plot of the show in general. You look back at the Unity episode, you think about his relationship with Beth and everything. It's uh, it it's who Rick is, and so yeah, it it is interesting to see him have this connection with you know uh, uh, Balga. Whopper, uh, and and, uh, and <laughs> bottle and, whopper, and and go, uh, you know, fly around and get a whole zoo high on volcanic fumes or whatever they're smoking, and yeah, it, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I have I have one one last thing to say, and this is this is probably equally a stretch, but Carol Wyatt, the color director. Uh, for the show, um, she's been there. She's been there since season one. She worked on The Simpsons. She's worked on a bunch of stuff through the years. First four episodes, uh, first seasons of The Simpsons, might, might I add. Uh, she was talking about the 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 color scheme for the the orgy dragon phoenix, whatever whatever it's called, uh, and, and it being kind of like this uh, this rainbow kind of like sexually liberating uh, collection of colors. And and I, I think that's interesting. I mentioned in, in the intro the whole like kink shaming and 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 what have you. And I, I think they make a joke about it uh, dismantling the, the patriarchy or something like that. I don't know. Uh, if it doesn't, then Carol said it. But I I, th- I think that that's interesting because even the guy who wants to fuck the woolly mammoth <laughs> is now free to do that. <laughs> Yeah. And maybe that's going back to like Harmon's wanting to have sex with mannequin feet. I don't know what that's about, um, but you know, can't shame, can't shame that kink. There, I think that's, I think that's, I think that sexual liberation is is interesting. <clears throat> but which but Rick it, ultimately but as, is like, <laughs> as Rick says, as Rick says, maybe we still shouldn't tell your parents about this. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. so yeah, in in general, yeah it. It sounds like, for the most part, this wasn't our favorite episode, uh, but but we did still enjoy uh, many moments from throughout it. So uh, it is now time to address Brandon and I's favorite bits, little bits, favorite bits, little bits. Oh. <laughs> uh, from this episode. Uh, the one of, one of the first ones that that I have uh, actually we we mentioned a little bit earlier with the the vitamins and the egg yolks or whatever. But it's that the uh, the dragon hanging basically equates to like a sore, irritated throat, uh, and and just that <laughs> that running bit for the entire time as they're soul bonded, and <laughs> Rick's just trying to explain the feeling in his throat. Um, yeah, that that gave me a good chuckle. <laughs> yeah, um, the we we talk about slut dragons throughout <laughs> throughout the episode. When, before I knew that it was going to be a, a drawn out joke, uh, when the wizard voiced by Dan Harmon, again, this is a Dan Harmon season of the show, started being like, don't worry, I'll take care of this. <laughs> he was like, you slut dragon, you slut, you dumb slut dragon, bad slut dragon, just whipping the shit out of him. I, I was cracking up. I like, like, oh, and it's not, it's not ending. He's just, he's, he just keeps saying slut, slut drag over. Uh, it, it, it killed me. It killed me. Yeah. I, I, I will say, I will say that upon rewatch, the absurdity of them saying slut dragon so much <laughs> when the council of dragons are just kind of hanging out and then, uh, God, shadow whacker. I, I think I have, I have to look at what his name is again. Um, he, I think he, uh, like mumbles in the background, like, like slut, you know, we got a bubble slut, slut, slut. <laughs> like he says just, it like one extra time, but like, with like extra a, times, with uh, like, just like one extra time. Yeah. 
I I I don't want to uh, I don't want to be mad, but uh, D Squeeze coming in hot, predicting both of my other favorite bits in the episode. Uh, good <laughs> on you. Uh, the first one being the gas in Rick's spaceship when he's trying to get Morty just to shut up about the dragon, uh, and he ends up knocking out Morty and himself, uh, most likely due to <laughs> poor ventilation or or too high of a concentration of whatever that knockout gas was. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. That, that was really good stuff. Uh, and then uh, the the ice spell that the, that the wizard uses <laughs> on himself. Uh, Knows you too well. Ah, I just made it worse. Ah, it's burning longer. Uh, and he turns into a... I could have died quickly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and just the aspect of him narrating his own demise. Uh, very, very good stuff. Um, good, good, good on. If you, if this was Vegas stakes, you would be a, a, a billionaire by, by now. Um, I've got, I've got, I've got two more bits on my end, Travis. The, the first I will say is the, the cat leaping off of Jerry's shoulder and spiking the ball, the volleyball, yes. because up until that point in time, <laughs> like the cat was just doing normal cat things. <laughs> and then it, then it does an air bud type of volleyball <laughs> move. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. Side extra bit when the cat gets thrown into the the water off the yacht, and it's just got that like little really really cute depressed that <laughs> like, wet cat look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. poor little poor little guy. Yeah. The yeah. second. Oh, good. I was just gonna say I always appreciate some volleyball content, so you know. Glad, glad we could get a little beach volleyball in uh, this episode. Uh, the, the the last the very last thing I have is uh, when it was still in the first half of the episode, the horde pile. Um, when when Rick sees the original uh, ecto cooler high C in, in the box, and he sees the to- the toy soldiers uh, spinning suckers, I, I I cracked up at that stuff. But upon rewatch, I noticed two things. One was a Funko that kind of looks like Dan Harmon. I don't know if that was supposed to be Dan Harmon or if it was supposed to be uh, old man Luke Skywalker. Okay. Uh, uh, but the second one is a picture of Duckman from. I don't know if you. I don't know if you know about Duckman. It was on USA. It was a. It was Voight. Yes. Duckman was vo- yes. Yeah. He, there's a picture of that in the episode. Yeah. There's a vo- there's a picture of duck. That, uh, I don't know what it what it is if it's like a DVD or a VHS tape or whatever. But it's it's a picture of Duckman. And uh, for those who aren't in the know, on USA in the mid '90s, before like uh, Rhonda Shears up all night and silk stockings, there was a cartoon called Duckman, a very adult oriented <laughs> cartoon voiced by Jason Alexander, who played George Costanza on Seinfeld. And I loved that show as a kid. I don't remember any episodes, but I I saw that and I'm like, oh, okay. You just you 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 boosted my appreciation for the episode. <laughs> it's the little things. It's the little things. It's the little. Things. Uh, well, well, well. Those are our are some of our favorite bits from this episode. Uh, if you have favorite bits, we'd love to know what you guys liked, uh, or or maybe what you didn't like. Uh, you can hit us up over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod uh, and share those with us. As well, any any other final thoughts from this episode, Brandon? Before we move out of the segment, no, no, I, I, well, I, I don't know, I don't. When you ask me a question like that, and I say, I always say, no, 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 yeah. no, no. But well, well, actually, <laughs> well, actually, and I, I shift my my glasses. I, I will say this again. I didn't appreciate the episode uh, upon initial watch. Cringy, and I thought it was the the whole orgy stuff was. A bridge too far initially. When I rewatched it, I got the joke. I just I had to be in the right mind space for it. I had to put all my other preconceptions aside as as far as what I knew about D and D and what I expect from a D and D episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say this is my favorite episode, but I I will backtrack on my n- initial feeling that it was a bottom three episode. Good, good. <laughs> uh yeah i mean I, I i think i don't i w- i wouldn't go so far as to say it was a bad rick and morty episode uh i just don't think it was one of the best of the season 
definitely top four of the season, but so far. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, great, great. Well, uh, for for those of you who are listening, head out, oh, head over to our Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are on the episode. Is there anything that we missed? Anything that you want to add? Anything you want to subtract? Anything you say? No, you dumbass. Molly Percocet. Molly, you know, sing some songs. Let's get high with dragons. If you just tell us, shoot us, shoot us a message. Uh, we, we'd we'd love to hear from you. It's signed with Molly and Percocet. Uh, all, right, all right, it's time for our final segment of the show. That's listener suggestions and short outs. We got a couple of special ones. Coming your way. First one is an email. Email. E-e-e-email. Here I go again with email. Which not, it was from a female. Oh, not a fe- Oh, it says Aline Petty. I'm going to say, I'm going to assume it's an, uh, from a female. She writes, hey guys, I'm only on episode 26 so far. I just want to screech at past you guys about all the goodness of season three a few episodes ago years for you guys one of y'all mentioned that your seven-year-old watches rick and morty brandon i believe same man same my kid is six gotta start the disillusionment while their brains are still malleable half-hearted just just kidding because seriously the plan is dying and the government doesn't care solid rick advice don't think about it signed unity uh yeah i, I mean i showed him this episode tonight um, and <laughs> there's just a couple bits that are like, like the, uh, I, I was, he was laying down in bed. He was going to sleep. Uh, we're, and for some reason we, we talked about Rick and Morty. Oh, cause I told him, I was like, I have to go. I can't help you go to sleep. I'm going to go, go podcast. And he's like, that episode was kind of, kind of weird. <laughs> and like, yeah, it was, it was kind of weird. He's like, yeah, it's kind of gross. Like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, you're right. I made son. a I out made of the him, mouths I, of babes. I I distracted him when uh, Balthrama was like, "I'll give you a little hand bond." <laughs> <laughs> like uh, he doesn't. Uh, uh, kid not doesn't need it. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, but thank you, Unity slash Elaine for. Uh, watch or listening to our episodes and and catching up through through all of our backlog of episodes, and it never ceases to amaze me that you guys uh, listen to these, uh, like like binge listen to them. So if if you are currently <laughs> yeah. uh, listening to all of the episodes, thank you for for listening, and 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 thank you so much for sending emails and sharing the disillusionment with with your children. Uh, uh, additionally we do have a review that we would like to share uh, this one coming from the punker bean uh, yo I do public affairs for the army I've been listening to your shows from day one because I love hearing the banter theories and personal takeaways that you attribute to shows that have that have already happened it's oh it's fun already knowing what's going to happen with the series but hear both of you postulate what may come Regardless, good job on the podcast. A few questions. One of you mentioned serving in the military on an early episode. If so, what branch of job? Between a portal gun, a me seeks box, and Mr. Now Professor Poopy Butthole, which would either of you choose to have by your side for the rest of your life? And if you could provide voice acting for an episode, who would your character be? Oh my god, lots of live stars. I'm sorry. Oh, I added the five stars just to let you know that it was a five star. Um, <laughs> uh, lots of lots of questions lots there, questions. Punker Bean. First of all, thank you for your service with the public affairs for the army. Yes. Uh, the the army the army is great, uh, and um, you know that's that's fantastic. We appreciate your service serving the United States Army. Signed USA, by the way, on their on their signature block. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, so hopefully um, you know that you you gleaned some information from that. Also, between a portal gun, a Meeseeks box, and Mr. Now Poopy Bowl, well, what would you choose to have by your side for the rest of your life? Travis, what would you choose to have by your side for the rest of your life? I I got to go portal gun. Portal gun feels feels like OP. Um, Meeseeks are great and all for, for simple tasks. And and poopy butthole's a great bro, but the the power that comes with interdimensional travel uh, it just, just can't be beat. 
Yeah. Ultimately, this is like one of those, oh, you have a genie, you wish for more wishes thing. Yeah. So I would totally go with a Meeseeks box because I could say, bunk, Meeseeks, give me a portal gun. Uh, and then, because you have to recharge the portal gun. You don't know the technology for that, right? You have to recharge it. But what's the first Me- rule of the Meeseeks box? Meeseeks, go get me more uh, portal juice or whatever. Keep, keep your request simple. That's that's the first rule of Meeseeks. I'm not asking it to help me lower Take my Take two strokes, strokes off game. your golf game. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, okay, and then uh, voice acting on an episode, who would your character be, Travis? Uh, shoot. That's like, do I have to? I mean, I'm assuming this is a new character, right? I'm not going to voice an existing character. Oh, uh, ooh. so ooh, that, that's that's very good. It's a very good question. So I, I would think it'd probably end up being like some sort of interdimensional cable sort of episode. Uh, I'd probably be like, I don't know, a water bottle repairman or something, or I don't know, like some <laughs> a water bottle repairman. Oh. I, I only say that because I have water bottles here, and so I'm just just saying the first don't, thing that don't comes e- to mind. Don't explain it. Don't explain it. I, I, I just want you to know that. But he's got to be an alien. The, he's got to be an alien. Of all the things we've ever talked about, Travis, of all the things we've we've come up with, we've we've collaborated on, let me just say that water bottle repairman is the best thing you've ever said <laughs> or ever come up with. I've peaked. I've peaked. This is it for me, guys. We're done. Um, uh, an existing character. Did you have an existing character you, you wouldn't mind doing? Oh, well. Um, Jerry. No. I'd probably I'd probably voice Jerry. Okay. Do do do, uh, do your best Jerry impression right now. Uh, do do a, do a Jerry line from this Give last episode. Give me like episode. a scene. Oh. Um, okay. uh, two two first class tickets to to florida uh yeah yeah i could uh i could i could make that happen oh my god that sounds so good you did it oh my god you hired this man Uh, all i all i did was my own voice (laughs) um i for for a new for a new character oh boy I, i don't let me look around my room like i did like like it did um I would be I would be a a poster for a movie with legs, uh, an anthropomorphized movie poster. <laughs> I like it. I and like it. I'd be like, come on down to see this movie, and then I have to like go to the printer shop like at the end of the day and just like be so frustrated with my my day job <laughs> of being a movie poster for hire. I'd be like, ugh. Fucking Greg, look, these people just don't appreciate what I do for them. And as he's like, as I'm getting like sucked through like a printing press to get a new, to get a new advert on me. I think that's what I, that's what that's I good. That's better than disposable water bottle repairman. <laughs> and then, and then existing characters, I'd probably be like, yeah, now we can fuck woolly mammoths. <laughs> You're the only one that wants to do that. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mike, or whatever they say to him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yep, 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 yep. All right, well, that's that's us. That's that's what we would choose to be. Thank you, Punker Bean, for for leaving that very verbose review, but asking some some fantastic questions. Uh, and and if you have a question for us, if you if you want to know something more, uh, maybe one of our favorite things or or something that we would what what characters we would we would be or whatever ask us a question send it send it in an email uh over at rick and morty oh, what is it rick and morty podcast at gmail.com yep. yeah that's it. rick and morty podcast uh or you can follow the punker beans lead and head over to uh what is it apple podcasts and uh leave yeah. a review there's there's many of you that have done that but maybe you're new maybe you're maybe you're just catching up on them episodes uh head over to apple podcast leave a review let us know what you think ask us a question uh, or or don't whatever just just, just thanks <laughs> thanks for doing it uh and uh that's that is about it for this episode uh we made it happen despite you know flexible schedules and and, and people moving <laughs> around and things and brandon trying to 
trying to do it live. Do it live. Uh, oh, my God. So glad I got a new MacBook because everything would have just crashed and burned by now <laughs> with all, like, the different, like, video sources. And, uh, now you know how the other half lives, pulled. what it's like on my side of the, the podcasting race. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I appreciate you, Travis, and I appreciate Unity. Uh, everything you everything you do to support us, whether it be by just downloading the episode or or hitting us up on, on Twitter or, or email, we can't we cannot and we will not emphasize. Well, no, we should we should try Probably try. We we cannot emphasize this enough. You are what makes this podcast what makes us motivated to keep doing this day in and day out week in and week out every other week in and week out for two years three years five years 100 years 100 years, years. Rick, and, rick and morty podcast <laughs> 100 101 podcast rick and morty rick and morty pod www.rickandmortypod.com <laughs> <laughs> slash twitch slash apathetic enthusiasm <laughs> we, we we do it we do it because you are so fantastic and we love the show you love the show and together we are soul bonding right now <laughs> this is a we're fucking we're orgying right now right i don't now. know if i'm liking Unity? it more because they're watching or not i don't know <laughs> but don't leave you, you please sh- uh, you should watch uh, it's so good <laughs> Uh, so so hard <laughs> season four episode five is right around the corner uh we will see you guys next week for that and then whatever might follow uh so make sure that you're back go follow us on twitch and uh youtube so you can watch live with us and uh yeah we will we will see you guys next week thank you guys for listening until then i'm travis and i am brandon thank you Bye.